Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Wrapping Up America. I'm your host, Ethan Salem, and uh, let's move on today. Instead of talking about uh, rap and its controversies or its popularity, let's move on to psychology, a little bit of uh, psych. So today, we're going to be talking about social norms, and in particular, I want to discuss a little bit of why people start listening to uh, rap music um, if they don't like it, you know? So first, let's let's talk about Dr. Robert Cialdini. Uh, he's an award-winning, best-selling author uh, who he's devoted most of his life to studying the psychological concept of influence. Now, he does an annual review with his colleague Noah J. Goldstein, and this is from the 2004 annual review, what we're going to be discussing here. So first, we'll start off, uh, I'll start off with a quote from the review. Individuals often look to social norms to gain an accurate understanding of and effectively respond to social situations. So that's that's sort of just uh, it breaks us into what are social norms? How do we use social norms? Um, it also says especially during times of uncertainty. That's the to finish the quote off. So that sort of it tells us what what he means when when discussing social norms. We look towards them to help guide us because uh, we would like to fit in with society most of the time, and social norms allow us to do that. So moving on now, um, we'll move on to another quote here. Now this is a quote discussing both injunctive norms and descriptive norms. Injunctive norms are uh, norms that tell us what is approved versus what's disapproved in society. And then descriptive norms are ones that tell us what's typically done. So, of course, uh, what's typically done when you say ride a bus is you pay the fare, you go and sit down. And if somebody comes on, you offer them a seat. That's typically done. Now, what's uh, typically approved versus dif- disapproved would be uh, showing up to a job interview. It's approved of you to wear uh, a suit, right? But it's disapproved for you to come in just, you know, sweatpants and a t-shirt. So that's sort of what these norms are. Uh, Now the quote um, that I wanted to talk about was, uh, the impact of these social norms on both subtle behavior shaping and more overt compliance gaining will be determined by the extent to which each of these norms is focal. Uh, and the degree to which the different types of norms are in alignment. So here he's kind of comparing the two types of norms, uh, the um, injunctive and the descriptive, approved versus disapproved, and the what's typically done. And now uh, how this can relate to rap, it's pretty simple when we think of it in terms of um, some people uh, start listening to rap, and then it becomes sort of the thing that's typically done. It becomes a descriptive norm that people listen to rap uh, if you're young, you know, say uh, under the age of 25, people start listening to rap. And then uh, 
people continue doing that, more people listen to rap who are under the age of 25, because that's just done. And 25 is just a, an arbitrary number. I don't, I don't know what age typically listens to rap the most, but that's just a, you, you're in the young person, uh, young people sort of group. So you listen to, you listen to rap. Um, and then we can also move on to uh, the injunctive norms, what's approved and disapproved. It's approved to like this kind of behavior uh, in the sense of the rap songs and to kind of not do it, but to, uh, you know, subscribe to the belief of it. Uh, but it is disapproved, of course, to act this way, to be this way. So let's move on to the second quote I have, quote, Given that relevant norms must be salient in order to elicit the proper norm-congruent behavior, individuals attempting to persuade others to engage in a particular behavior face the dual challenge of making the norm salient, not only immediately following the message reception, but in the future as well. So, of course, salient being uh, important or in, you know, in the light. Uh, so, what's, what's different about rap uh, today that is not the same for other genres back when they were around is rap is is easily uh, passed on it's easily relevant and in your face uh with streaming services like apple music spotify pandora you can listen to rap and you can keep listening to rap you can listen to songs that haven't been popular for 10 years you can still hear them on on these streaming services regularly so that sort of that keeps them salient that keeps them around and uh cialdini mr cialdini here says that that's important uh for something for someone to persuade others to engage in a behavior so for one to start someone else on the listening to rap uh, if you want someone to begin listening to rap you have the idea of it being salient through streaming services uh, beneficial. It's beneficial to you that you can just say, oh, well, here's a song from the early 2000s, and now it's 2019. So almost 20 years later, here's a song that you can listen to uh, from the streaming service. It's just easy to, to pass on, and it's still relevant today. Songs still come up today because of that. Uh, so then we're going to move on next to the third quote I have here, humans are fundamentally motivated to create and maintain meaningful social relationships with others. For example, implicit in the concept of injunctive norms is the idea that if we engage in behaviors to which others approve, others will approve of us too. Accordingly, we use approval and liking cues to help build, maintain, and measure the intimacy of our relationship with others. So with this one, uh, he dives. He he discusses more of the uh, why why we start than than the other ones. The second quote I said was more so uh, what keeps it relevant, and the first quote was more of um, the norms that get people to start overall. Now this one, this is a norm that is very uh, particular. It addresses one person. So this is one person getting another person to uh, start listening to rap music. And the reason uh, that Cialdini, Mr. Cialdini 
hoses here is because we are fundamentally motivated to create and maintain meaningful social relationships with others. So that's the first part of it. That's the first part of the quote. So we want to keep this relationship going. Well, how do we keep this relationship going? Um, well, he goes on further to say that uh, implicit in the concept of injunctive norms, so the norms that we discussed before about what's approved, what's disapproved, uh, is the idea that if we engage in behaviors that others approve, others will approve of us too. So that's the final portion of the uh, of the quote that is really important. Uh, so if the idea that if we go along with behaviors that other people do. So if we listen to rap music because other people listen to rap music, well, the idea is that we're hoping to increase our social relationship with them. Uh, since we do stuff that we sort of show that we're approving of them by listening to the music that they're listening to. And therefore, in return, we expect them to approve of us. And so that's why we begin to listen to it. Uh, people who don't like it even they see their friends that they trust, their opinions they trust. They see them start listening to rap music, and they go along with it, and they say, you know what, I'll listen too. So finally, we'll move on to the heuristic rule of the more we like someone, the more willing they are to do stuff for us. Now, this is uh, also in Cialdini's uh, findings here, his, his review. Um, now, what's interesting about this one, he says... Because we so often rely on the heuristic rule that the more we like someone with whom we have an existing relationship, the greater should be our willingness to comply with their request. We tend to use the rule automatically and unwittingly when the request comes from strangers as well. So even people we don't know, we use the heuristic rule that if we are more willing to do something for someone, well, obviously that means that they trust us more. And so we it sort of goes on the reverse because, I mean, the idea that Mr. Cialdini is, is saying here is that uh, the more we like someone, the more willing they are to do something for us. So this is kind of going the opposite way. Uh, and it kind of makes us do like a, uh, like I said, the opposite in the sense that we do something willingly for strangers, even listen to rap music for the people who want us to. And, in return, we expect uh, to have a better relationship with them because we use the rule that the more willing we are to do something for them, the more likely we are to have a better relationship. Okay, so let's go over a little bit of uh, what we talked about today. So we began uh, with Mr. Cialdini. Keep him in mind. He'll come back in later episodes, and I will debrief the people who don't know who he is. Uh, anyway, his review, his 2004 annual review of psychological works with Mr. Noah J. Goldstein, and we talked about uh, what he said with social norms. We moved on to three uh, main quotes on social norms in the article. The first one having to do with the different types of norms and how they work together. The injunctive norms, remember, being approved versus disapproved things. The descriptive norms being, of course, what is typically done. Uh, and the way they work together is what he discussed there. The second quote we moved on to then was um, 
further moving on to how we persuade people using the sal- saliency of music. So music that is more salient, uh, well, not particularly music, but we apply it to music in, in this podcast. But what is more salient tends to be uh, easy, more easily persuadable onto other people. And so we talked about rap music being easily available even years after it comes out through streaming services and the World Wide Web, the internet that we have today. Finally, we moved on to the third quote, which uh, was talking about what we're motivated by in the sense of creating relationships uh, using the injunctive norms, the idea of injunctive norms, that uh, in order to um, say that people will approve of us if we are willing to do something for them, and so people are more willing to listen to rap music because they want others to approve of them. And, of course, we just ended with the heuristic that uh, when we do stuff for some people, we expect them to grow uh, in a relationship with us. When we do stuff more unwittingly, just go for it and listen to rap music, we expect other people to see that as a way into a better relationship with us. So anyway, thank thank you for listening to my podcast today. I hope to hear you in the next episode. Looking for another fun psychological podcast? Check out JC Podcasts on Spotify. It's a great lesson about leadership, and personally, I enjoy it myself. Thanks.